Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Marcelo runs it back, saw who's leading from the front We're moving up the table like a hot cross bun Then we see Shuey Guy, the coach's box behind Blocker Roach is saying that the team is doing fine Shawnee shows a six-pack, Dellinger scores some tries Looking at his curls, is that a perm? Us Channel 9, up the wires Up the wires, up the wires Oh, I love it. Absolutely love that. And uh, like everyone around the country, we've loved uh, this ride that the One New Zealand Warriors have taken us on this year. Uh, it has been absolutely fantastic. Um, Andrew Webster, his very short tenure has been with uh, so much joy and consistency. Um, it's almost been hard to fathom from uh, the team of last year. And there is genuine happiness and a good feel about the club through the players, the staff and the fans. And they'll all channel uh, that positive energy into this weekend for one very, very special cause. It's Daniel Anderson round in the NRL. And uh, one way they are honouring their former NRL coach is uh, the Warriors and naming rights sponsor Go Media have this week renamed the club's home venue Daniel Anderson Stadium. And now Daniel, as you'll remember, sadly suffered a catastrophic spinal cord injury late last year following a body surfing accident on the New South Wales Central Coast and is still very much in the thick of his rehabilitation. Uh, one man who knows all about it knows uh, uh, the man himself very, very well is uh, Cameron George, of course, CEO of the One New Zealand Warriors for several years now. And uh, for you, uh, Cameron George, and for many that know Daniel Anderson well, this, uh, this week I'll have uh, quite a lot of sentiment about it. Yeah, it is, Smithy. It's um, it's a sad story, but also uh, you take a lot of positivity out of it because, you know, Daniel himself is leading the way with a really positive mindset and trying to recover as best he can for his family and everyone associated with him. He's such a great human and, um, you know, it, it, we can all take something out of it and uh, that is to, you know, really be positive about life and uh, he's teaching us, us, us that through his recovery and uh, hopefully this week we can give him a lot back through supporting him on this game day. And isn't it also, Cameron, just a lesson to all of us in life, how quickly things can change? Yeah, it is, mate. He, you know, sadly, he just went to the beach with his family on holidays and uh, life's never going to be the same again for him. So um, it is a lesson and um, it's just a lesson that we, we all have to, I know it's an old cliche, but make every day count. And uh, that's something that, um, you know, Endo's doing now. He's making sure he can get the best quality life he can for his family and friends. So easy easy decision, uh, first of all. Uh, Daniel Anderson Stadium, That was uh, that's going to be very popular. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we wanted to do something a little bit different given the... Um, you know, the, the association with our footy club. And um, so two things were done. We were able to name the, the stadium that, thankfully, uh, from Go Media allowing us to do that. So I appreciate that. And then secondly, $5 from every ticket that was sold for this game is, you know, directed towards Daniel's um, fund as well uh, to help him with his recovery. And then we've got some uh, auction items, some tremendous, tremendous items on Gala Bid. 
And, um, you know, there's a lunch there with Webby and, and Razor. Uh, what a great lunch that would be uh, with those two guys talking about their careers and, and so on. So there's plenty of other experiences. So there's a lot that we're doing uh, to give back to Ando uh, this week. Well, uh, Daniel Anderson, of course, 92 games uh, as uh, coach of the Warriors between 2001-2004. He then went to St Helens and a very, very popular coach over there, 118 games. Back to the Eels to finish off with 52 games, uh, ending in around 2010, of course, uh, in between times found uh, an opportunity as also to coach the Kiwis. So, I mean, he is a household name with um, not just a, an emotional uh, relationship with the club, but a pretty successful era too. Yeah, absolutely. You talk to every player uh, that played underneath Ando. Uh, you know, he brought to the table a real, a real smart, sharp thinking, footy mind, uh, creative uh, with footy plans and so on, and and just really got the best out of young players. And you know, you hear Monty Beetham and Stacey and Jerry C C talk about him, and uh, they all say the same thing. He was a a tremendous leader among men and a great mentor, but a very, very sharp footy mind, and, and that reflected in the results he had while he was here. So you, you talk about the auction. How, how do we how do we get involved? How do the public get involved to, uh, for this? Uh, how long a time frame are you looking at, and, and specifically what, what kind of items uh, would you have there, or how do we find out more about them, Cam? And just go to our website, www.warriors.kiwi, and um, but it's all sitting there. Uh, it's very easy to access, and, um, you know, there's some tremendous items there. Uh, there's, As I said, there's a, there's a lunch there with uh, Webby and Razor, and uh, what a great day that would be, a fishing expedition, you know, Kevin Mialamu and the likes, and Joseph Parker. Um, you know, there's a golfing experience with Stacey Jones and Owen Gutenbill and Sean Johnson and Wade Egan. And, you know, there's a big item there that Go Media, again, have been so willing to help out giving a, a $10,000 advertising opportunity. So, um, you know, there's plenty there. Uh, there's all quality and all good fun. So just go on our website and go through to the page where you can bid. And that's available until Sunday afternoon after the last game. Yeah, I think uh, the catered boxes, the match day experiences that you're putting up for next season, not this season, next season, uh, I think on the basis of uh, what has happened this year, they will be a pretty hot ticket uh, in their own right. Hey, um, look, massive, a massive season on the field. There's no two ways about it. Job not done, we all acknowledge that. Off the field, how's it been uh, from your point of view? Yeah, awesome, mate. Um, you know, our whole philosophy and goal this year was to reconnect with our fan base and be really uh, relevant uh, to the community of New Zealand on our return. And, um, you know, we've sold out again this week and we're 20-plus thousand next week, so tickets are going quick for the St George game too, so it should sell out soon. So we've been really proud and pleased and privileged to attract so many people back to, you know, Go Media Stadium and also when we're going around the country down to your backyard, Napier was outstanding. Hamilton on the weekend, it was a Tigers game at 25-plus thousand there. Um, and, you know, it's just been such a tremendous year to really give back to the fans that have missed the game for so long. And hopefully the NRL are, you know, watching closely and looking closely about how much this country deserves more and more content and um, our fans certainly deserve it. So just so proud, mate, to be part of this club and the fan base. Uh, financially, yeah, that would suggest then with uh, these gate sales, etc., that uh, things are, are ticking over quite nicely? 
Yeah, look, mate, we, we, we sold out all of our corporate space, you know, uh, two months ago. Um, sponsorship, partnerships have all been very strong this year and they've all extended going into the future. And as you say, the, the ticket sales for game days have been outstanding. So but the club's really benefited from that, but really it's just filling up the hole from, you know, the last couple of years. But, you know, we're reinvesting it. We're, we're putting it into pathways in development. We've got another three teams coming on board next year. So... Everything we're earning, and that's the best thing about Mark Robinson, he's not taking money out, and that's not his plan. His plan is to reinvest it to make rugby league better in New Zealand and make the Kiwis proud. So that's where it's going. So we've got to work hard now to make it and put it back into the club for greater opportunities in the future. Well, more more teams can create some more depth, uh, of course, and more... Uh, I think more pathways as well, uh, I think it's fair to say, uh, Cam. And uh, I just wonder, uh, those teams you're talking about, what level will they be going and how, how young will that age group start, etc.? Under-17 is the Harold Mutt team. Um, so they'll play. Uh, we'll have an under-19s team, which is your SG Ball, uh, an under-21s, which is your Jersey Fleg, and then New South Wales Cup. And then NRL, so that's the they're the teams, and um, we're in negotiation now about an NRLW team, and that could be 24 or 25. Uh, we're still working through that, so um, it's really exciting. Um, it gives kids an opportunity to re- be a part of an elite program here in New Zealand rather than move offshore. And we're very busy working ourselves ourselves around the country looking for the best talent to represent the Warriors in New Zealand moving forward. So very excited. Which would make uh, um, Andrew McFadden's job as uh, uh, the recruitment boss is such a pretty tough one as well because if you're looking, uh, history says that um, uh, there's a lot of NRL clubs looking in this direction. Yeah, 100%. Look, we can't keep them all. But what we want, we want kids in New Zealand dreaming to play for the Warriors and give them that opportunity and the pathway to do so here at home where we've never had this pathway before. And again, credit to Robbo because he's invested in this space because he wants to create that for the kids of New Zealand and generations to come. So uh, previously, um, we've only ever run with two or three teams and that's allowed many kids, um, you know, to be scouted and taken off to Australia and schooling in Australia and so on. So what we need to do is block that their, their opportunities and create our own here and we need all the governing bodies around the country to do the same because we want to make New Zealand bigger and better and provide them with the best opportunities and we can only do that if we work together from within and uh, we're very excited about what we're doing and giving the kids the best chance to do so. How delicate a process is it when you go to a a young kid, you see a young kid who's 15, 16 years of age, you know, uh, you can see in his body strength, his ability on the field, what kind of future he might have, but then you've got to go in and look at the kid's age and say, how do we work around this process with family, etc.? Yeah, it's, you've always got to go through the front door, Smithy, so to speak. It's always the mum and dad. Um, never forget that, you know, a 15-year-old kid is exactly a 15-year-old kid. He could have four or five different, you know, interests between being 15 and 17 before he pulls on a Warriors jumper. <clears throat> so our philosophy is just to engage with the family, work with the family, give that child the opportunity to be a rugby league player, but don't forget they're a young, you know, they're a young kid. So if they wish to move on to other things in life, we we understand that. Um, so it's about working with the family, not taking the kid away from being a kid with his friends at school and so on, and that's the best thing about us in New Zealand. We allow them to stay at home. We allow them to stay in Christchurch, Dunedin, or 
Greymouth, wherever they're from, until they're ready to be an NRL player. And that's what our system allows, rather than being shipped off to Australia, having a bad experience and never coming back. Um, so that's uh, that's the difference with us. But we're very cautious and conscious about it being kids first and foremost. And then we work on their talent at a later stage if they're still interested in rugby league. Have you uh, have you been able to gauge whether, because of this season, uh, the impact has been greater at that level? Have you been able to put a, uh, a sort of your feelers out on that? Uh, bearing in mind it's it's been uh, the hottest the hottest ticket in in this town for quite some time now. Are you gauging a public feel, in other words, a youth feel towards those numbers? Yeah, hundred um, percent. The amount of interest we've got in our footy club from commercial right through to young talent uh, knocking on the door, turning up for training, uh, wanting to source opportunities to play at the club is just through the roof. We haven't seen this movement as such towards the Warriors and and either commercial or or playing for uh, our lifetime. Um, Every... you know, so many people tell me about the history of the club and how challenging it's been and so on. And we're just experiencing numbers and interest that we've never seen before. And uh, the amount of parents that are contacting the club about their kids wanting to play for the Warriors, how do we achieve that? Right through to, you know, national brands and international brands wanting to be a part of our club moving forward because of the, uh, I suppose, the credibility we've developed over the last couple of years along with the success this year. Cameron, um, as a CEO, um, of course, you, you've got to keep your eyes and ears open and you can't just sit on your hands as such. When you look at a, a phenomenon that has been the Football Women's World Cup, I mean, everyone was saying beforehand this could be really big, but we don't quite know how big. Now we know how big it's been on both sides of the Tasman. I mean, it's dwarfed uh, television numbers over the AFL, the NRL at times. Uh, you look at that and you think, wow, um, how do you view that as a CEO of another code? Awesome. Uh, I love it because what it's done is inspired sport. Um, it's it's awoken a giant that we all know that exists in this country. Um, you know, New Zealand could be identified as the best female sports country. When you look at all the success we've had through all the female sporting teams, that's why I'm so keen to get back in the NRLW because it is unbelievable what this country has done in the women's space. And then when you see FIFA come along with the World Cup and see what the women are doing in general um, and, the, and, the, and the fan base, the sports fan base is just gravitated to it because it's a wonderful event. It just shows the NRL and other um, industries or sporting codes how good this country is. And, um, you know, we should be seizing the opportunities and encouraging them to seize the opportunities. And, and FIFA World Cup has just demonstrated that to the world, how great New Zealand is and also Australia around sporting opportunities. Right, uh, which means uh, because of demand and you're focusing on this yourself, I'm sure, uh, you've got a decision or two, uh, I guess, to make uh, very shortly in terms of venues. Um, If everything stays on track, and we pray that it will, you're going to look at a home playoff situation, and there is speculation about where because of demand. Are you working through that at the moment? Mate, I've told the NRL not to talk to me about it until next week. Uh, let's try and win this week and then we can start to work at that but look there's discussion no doubt about it and um, with that you've got to start thinking but look our home is Mount Smart if we if we secure a home semi-final we're entitled to have it at home and I'll be marching the march towards the steps of the NRL to fight for that 
Uh, but equally, they own the, the semi-final schedule. And uh, I'd say, oh, Mr. Valenis might just tell me where, where we're going rather than listen to me. But we'll fight <laughs> that fight at another stage. I'm prepared to fight on our behalf of our fans. Uh, not, I understand not, both not, arguments. Not, not many beat Peter, do they? Uh, no, not many. I don't even reckon our good mate Andrew Castles could beat well, PVL, but I'll give it a good shake, put it that way, on behalf of our fans. It'll be a nice lunch. Um, I'd like to be. Uh, I'd like to be the fourth chair at lunch with you, uh, Butch Castles, and Peter Valandis. I think that would be fun. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. You can pay the bill. <laughs> Good on you. I'll do that happily. Uh, Ten nineteen, and Cam George has been with us. Uh, hey, all the very best for Daniel Anderson uh, weekend. It's going to be fantastic. Look, all uh, the whole NRL, all seventeen NRL clubs are uniting for this. Uh, across round 25, and the NRLW as well. Uh, it is absolutely unanimous about this bloke, so folks, get him behind it. Cam, George, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I hope it goes well. Thanks, really. Appreciate your support. Thanks, mate.